What's your name? Molly. And how old are you? Seven. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he um, it, um, was um, died on the cross for our sins. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hey, Finn. Have you been learning about anything interesting lately? Um, we learned about kidneys in class. Kidneys? Can you tell me anything about them? They're supposed to clean your blood. Cool. What else has been on your mind? The ribs. What do the ribs do? Oh, I mean the, uh, I mean the muscles. What do the muscles do? They'll be strong. Uh Uh-huh. Do fish have big muscles? (laughs) It looks like it. Well, do you remember our exciting story from last time? About the the evil grandma Athaliah. Yes, and how God protected baby Joash so he could become the king. And that Joash's aunt, Jehosheba, Ahaziah's sister, rescued him. Yes. Well, I forgot to mention that Jehosheba was not only Joash's aunt, but she was also married to Jehoiada the priest. What? The one who helped rescue him. So they both took care of baby Joash. How on earth? And they protected him in the temple until he was anointed king. And they helped him to rule after that. And he got murdered in his sleep by his own men. Which is a terrible decision when he zoomed. Are you trying to give away the end of the story? Oh, maybe. Joash was king of Judah while Jehu ruled Israel. And Joash ruled in Jerusalem for 40 years. Ah! Our presidents only are in charge for four years and only eight years if they're re-elected. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord as long as Jehoiada the priest was teaching him. But the high places weren't removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. I wonder why. What do you think, Finn? Hmm. Because everybody sins? Yeah. Do you think they were maybe used to Worshipping idols or trying to, you know, offer sacrifices to God in other ways? Oh, yeah! Maybe. So, but then Joash did something really good. He spoke to the priests, saying, Collect all the money the people bring as sacred offerings to the Lord's temple. 
That includes the money collected when the men who are able to serve in the army are counted. It includes the money received from people who make a special promise to the Lord. It also includes the money people bring to the temple just because they want to. Let each priest receive the money from one of the people in charge of the temple's treasures. Then use all of that money to repair the temple where it needs it. Do you think the temple needed lots of repairs after so many kings had stopped worshiping the Lord? Yeah. The children of that evil grandma Athaliah had broken into God's temple earlier. They had used even its sacred objects for the gods that were named Baal. So not only was God's temple in need of repairs, they also needed new bowls and wick cutters and sprinkling bowls and trumpets. But by the time Joash was 30, the priests still hadn't repaired the temple. So the king sent for Jehoiada the priest and the other priests. He asked them, Why aren't you repairing the temple where it needs it? Don't take any more money from the people in charge of the treasures. Instead, hand it over so the temple can be repaired. The priests agreed, and Jehoiada the priest got a chest. He drilled a hole in its lid, and he placed the chest beside the altar for burnt offerings, like an offering box. Some people guarded the entrance. Some priests guarded the entrance. Then a message went out in Judah and Jerusalem. It said that the people should bring the tax to the Lord. God's servant Moses had required Israel to pay that tax when they were in the desert. All the officials and people gladly brought their money. They dropped it into the chest until it was full. Doing, doing, doing. Is that like the clinking money? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think they were so happy to bring their money to the temple? Because they uh, they served the Lord. They wanted their temple to be repaired. Yeah. Do you think they were kind of excited about it? Oh, yeah. From time to time, there was a large amount of money in the chest. When it got all filled up, and when that happened, the royal secretary and the high priest came. They counted the money the people had brought to the temple and put it into bags. After they added it all up, they used it to repair the temple. They gave it to the men who had been put in charge of the work. Those men used it to pay the workers. The royal secretary and the high priest didn't require a report from those who were in charge of the work because... They were completely honest. They always paid the workers. They paid the builders and those who worked with wood. They paid those who cut stones and those who laid them. They bought lumber and blocks of stone. So they used the money to repair the Lord's temple. They also paid all the other costs to make the temple like new again. Do you, so do you think it looked exactly like it did when Solomon built it? No, better. You think it looked even better? Sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it did because um remember when Solomon was king, it was kind of like the golden age and Solomon didn't have any enemies coming against him and he had more gold than he could count. Oh. But now that the kingdoms are divided, 
and enemies are coming and the people are turning away from the Lord, I don't know if they if the temple was quite as grand. But they brought the rest of the money to the king and Jehoiada. After that, that money was used to pay for the objects that were made for the Lord's temple. The objects were used for serving at the temple and used for the burnt offerings. They included the dishes and other things made out of gold and silver. As long as Jehoiada lived, burnt offerings were sacrificed continually at the temple. Jehoiada had become very old. He died at the age of 130. And he was buried with the kings in the city of David. That's because he'd done so many good things for Israel and for God and his temple. But after Jehoiada died, the officials of Judah came to King Joash. They were the leaders who still followed the ways of Ahab. (laughs) The officials bowed down to Joash and he listened to them. And what did they say? They turned their backs on the temple of the Lord, the God of their people. Ah! Oh, great. Can you believe it? After all Jehoiada had done to save him and help him as king, they worshipped poles made to honor the female god named Asherah. I can't believe it. They also worshipped statues of other gods. Mm, But I can't kind of can't believe it since uh, this, is a, this is the Bible. <laughs> because Judah and Jerusalem were guilty of sin, God became angry with them. So do you think God is just going to destroy them right away? No. He often sends messengers called prophets to the people to bring them back to him. The prophets told the people when, what they were doing wrong. But the people wouldn't listen. Then the Spirit of God came on Zechariah the priest. He was a son of Jehoiada. Zechariah stood in front of the people. He told them, God says, Why do you refuse to obey my commands? You will not have success. You have deserted me, so I have deserted you. How do you think that made the people feel? Scared. Yeah. Actually, it made them angry. The people made evil plans against Zechariah. The king ordered them to kill Zechariah by throwing stones at him. They did it in the courtyard of the Lord's temple. What? The very place the Lord said not to kill anybody. Yeah. King Joash didn't remember how kind Zechariah's father Jehoiada had been to him. So he killed Jehoiada's son. Can you believe it? Mm, Sort of. As Zechariah was dying, he said, May the Lord see this. May he hold you responsible. Yeah, I I guess maybe it is easier to believe if they're forsaking the Lord and his commands. Yeah, they wouldn't want someone coming to them to say, what you're doing is wrong. So about that time, Hazael, the king of Aram, went up and attacked Gath. Then he captured it. 
After that, he turned back to attack Jerusalem. But Joash, the king of Judah, didn't want to go to war. So he took all the sacred objects. They had been set apart to the Lord by the kings who had ruled over Judah before him. Those kings were Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, and Ahaziah. Joash took the gifts he himself had set apart. He took all the gold that was among the temple treasures. He also took all the gold from the royal palace, and he sent all those things to Hazael, the king of Aram. Seriously? Then Hazael pulled his army back from Jerusalem. But in the spring, the army of Aram marched into Judah and Jerusalem against Joash. They killed all the leaders of the people, and they took a large amount of goods from Judah and sent it to their king in Damascus. The army of Aram had come with only a few men, but the Lord allowed them to win the battle over a much larger army. Judah had deserted the Lord, the God of their people. That's why the Lord punished Joash. It's like the opposite of all the battles in other stories with Joshua or David, where they were a small army and the Lord defeated the larger one for them. The army of Aram had left Joash badly wounded. His officials planned to do evil things to him because he murdered the son of Jehoiada the priest. Those must have been the officials who were still faithful to the Lord. They killed Joash in his bed, so he died. He was buried in the city of David, but he wasn't placed in the tombs of the kings. Even Jehoiada the priest had gotten a better burial than him. Joash's son, Amaziah, became the next king after him. Who was Amaliah? We'll find out next time. I hope you did a good job, Amaliah. <laughs> you hope he followed the Lord? You hope Amaziah followed the Lord? Of course! <laughs> Our story started with so much hope as Joash repaired the temple and then ended with sadness uh, as even Joash forgot about the Lord. Like Solomon! Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How could he have forgotten about the Lord who protected him from getting killed as a baby? By... Mm -hmm. Let's look at some of the choices to find out. What did Joash do when he grew up and saw the Lord's temple? Repaired it. Yeah. So, how do you get the money? People pay taxes in the offering box. Yeah, and some people just, it was money that they wanted to bring that they didn't have to did so then did everyone do their job like they were supposed to when he wanted to repair the temple yeah did it get repaired right away it may have took a while yeah so joash came again to the priest and said why haven't you gotten the work started so, when, they, when the people were supposed to bring their money, did they do it or did they try to hide it? They did it. Why do you think they did it joyfully? 
That's what it says in Scripture. Because they were following the Lord, and Joash was a Christian king. Yeah. After Jehoiada, the priest died. Yeah! <sighs> what did Joash do when his officials came to him? Did he listen to them? Wait, which officials? The ones that... Um, Followed the ways of Ahab's family. Yes, he listened to them. So what did God do? Let the um, Assyrians defeat them with just a small army. What did he do first? Who did he send? He sent uh, <laughs> someone. What did Jehoiada the priest's son do? Oh, he uh, told them their, what they had done and got killed in the process. Yep, that's what the people did to them, did to him. And Joash was right there saying that he should be killed. So what did King Joash do when the king of Aram came to attack his city? Steal all the gold in the temple and give it to him. Yep, and when they did battle... What happened when the small army of Aram came against King Joash's larger army? Uh, does that mean that they were defeated? Yes. What did some of Joash's other officials do after he came back wounded from battle? They killed him. Yep. Was there anything from the story that you thought was interesting or that surprised you? Oh, um, when Josh uh, didn't obey the Lord. Yeah, because it seemed like he'd been doing so well. So we already talked about how God had protected Joash as a baby and moved in Joash's heart to repair the temple and in the people's hearts when they brought the offerings. And how when Joash started turning from God... God sent Jehoiada's son as a prophet to warn him. And when Joash didn't listen, God allowed Joash and the people to be punished by losing the battle against Aram. Ah! Just putting in all that work to repair the temple wasn't enough to keep Joash and the people following God. They needed a king who would do God's will perfectly and point out their sin and make them right with God. Any idea who that could be? Jesus! Hundreds of years later, right before the Jewish Passover, that king went up to Jerusalem. Who? The king you just mentioned. What? Oh, yeah. In the temple courtyard, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves. Others were sitting at tables exchanging money. So Jesus made a whip out of ropes. He chased all the sheep and cattle from the temple courtyard. He scattered the coins of the people exchanging money, and he turned over their tables. He told those who were selling doves, Get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. Then the Jewish leaders asked him, What's a market? A market is where you buy and sell things. What do you think was the temple was supposed to be used for? Worshiping the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
Then the Jewish leaders asked him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do this? Kind of like, who do you think you are? Jesus answered them, When you destroy this temple, I will raise it up again in three days. They replied, It's taken 46 years to build this temple. Are you going to raise it up in three days? What was Jesus talking about? He was talking about raising all the followers of Jesus up. That's a good guess. The temple Jesus had spoken about was his body. That the temp- his body would be destroyed and raised up again in three days. He came not only as the perfect king, but his body was also where God's spirit lived. Before people went to the tabernacle or temple to meet with God and offer sacrifices. But Jesus came to be the temple that walked and talked and healed and did the Father's will. And it was through his temple being destroyed and raised up three days later that he took the punishment for all our sins so that we could become temples where God's Spirit lives too. And we can meet with God anywhere our body goes. So how do you think we can honor God with the temple of our bodies? By loving him. Yeah, any other ideas? Serving him. Mm-hmm. Reading the Bible. Yeah, what did the people do in the temple? Offered money. Mm-hmm. And they would offer sacrifices. And in Romans, it talks about offering our bodies to God as a living sacrifice. So, loving and serving by the way we live. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for being so kind and merciful in the way you call us to you and call us to look to you again and again when we sin. Thank you for sending your spirit to live in all who believe and call you their king. Would you help us to honor you each day with the bodies you've given us, with what our hands do and where our feet go and what our mouths say and what our ears listen to? We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for helping me again today, Finn. Do you have a joke for us before you go? Uh, Yes. uh, What kind of joke can you eat? What kind of joke can you eat? A corny one. A corny one. (laughs) Uh, Okay, blow a kiss, goldfish.